Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. What's up, everybody? Y'all know what it is. It's your boys back again with another podcast episode, man. It is the Cam and T episode, man. 17, bro. We really sliding through this thing, man. Um, we're getting close to Thanksgiving and getting close to the holiday season, man. I got my boy with me. It's your host, co-host, T-Time West. And then also as well, we got my brother from another mother and also the other host on this great show, uh, Cam. Bro, how you doing, man? Man, I'm chilling, man. Can't can't complain, bro. Can't complain. How you doing? I'm good, man. I really can't complain either, man. Just, you know, feeling good, man. Getting close to the holiday season, man. I love this time of year, man. Um, great time to watch sports and just fellowship with my family and friends. So it's really a good time for year for me personally. I love yeah. this time of year. Really from, I would say from October 1st all the way up until January 1st is like, just a really fun time for me personally. Yeah. I, I agree. It. It's I mean, it really is the best time of the year, man. It's yeah. Everybody, everybody nice, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody trying to, you know, trying to stay safe and just have a good time and, and kick it and relax, man. It, it really is a good time of the year. And I'm glad that, like, you know, with the job I currently have, you know, Lord's willing, you know, um, if I stay healthy enough, I'll be able to take some time off around yeah. the holidays. So um so yeah man i'm i'm excited for that excited really just kick back relax you know what i mean just uh the fall yeah i'm ready for it man yeah man uh jordan pool season said i hate that it gets dark so early yeah that 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 does suck i'm not gonna lie i'm still my gonna, body is still kind of thrown off by this time change thing they gonna i didn't even realize it changed until i was driving home today and i looked because because we talked about coming on at 6 30 yeah and i looked and when I was driving home, it said four forty-five. Yeah, I said, "Hold on, bro." I said, "I said, bro, where the where the time went?" But it wasn't. It, I just did. I just didn't set set it back in my yeah, car. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was. It was really three forty-five. But yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. I'm. You know, I they they're getting rid of daylight saving times. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, I, I, they've been talking about it for years, but they need to go ahead yeah, and like do they need it. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it just throws everything off. But anyway. Um, we got a fun episode for y'all tonight, man. Like we always do every Tuesday night, man. We're gonna talk about Clemson bouncing back this weekend, man. Big win against a top 15 team. They actually yeah. look like the Clemson we kind of expected them to look like throughout the whole season. So we'll talk about that first. We'll talk about CJ Stroud. What a tremendous start. I think he might be having the best rookie start we've ever seen. We'll talk about that a little bit tonight as well. Uh, we'll talk about Bryce Young. You know, Bryce Young struggled. It's kind of crazy that 
you've seen Stroud do what he did, and then literally in the next window on the same station, you've seen Bryce just look terrible. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Then we're going to talk about NBA player legacies as well. So it's going to be a fun episode, man. So definitely shout it out, uh, you know, you know, retweet it, show us love, and, and we appreciate y'all's love. Y'all already in the comments going crazy, so we appreciate y'all. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start out with college football first and foremost, man. Clemson, like I said, getting a huge dub in Death Valley after losing two straight. I think they hadn't lost two straight games in like over a decade. Almost been 15 like, years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been a long time. And that's really a, a testament to how, you know, well Dabo has done with with the Clemson program. But anyway, Clemson gets a big dub over Notre Dame, 31-23. And I'm going to be honest, man, Cam, and you might agree with me or disagree, I feel like Clemson kind of dominated both sides of the ball, especially when it comes to the line of scrimmage, which is really surprising because that's where Notre Dame is the strongest set, is at the lines of scrimmage. Um, That's what they're known for. So, yeah, man, uh, just kind of reading off some stats here. Sam Hartman was absolutely garbage. Uh, 13 for 30, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. One was for a pick six, uh, 146 yards. Uh, Estimate actually had a pretty decent day, and then they stopped going to him out of nowhere. I don't they know. Stop running. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Um, he went 17 for 87 and 100 yards. I mean, the wide receivers for Notre Dame were pretty much non existent. Once again, I keep saying this, and I don't know why people don't listen to me. Nate Wiggins is cornerback number one in this draft. He literally had them boys walking on eggshells. Um, I know that wide receivers ain't really that good, but I think Nate Wiggins has only allowed one touchdown since the Notre Dame, since the Wake Forest game last year. Last when he year. Being toasted up. He he's only allowed one touchdown since last. What was that? September. Yeah, it was about a year ago. And that was well, over a year ago. Definitely was, over a year ago. Yeah, it's definitely been over a year ago. And the touchdown he allowed was two weeks ago against Miami where the ball was put in an almost perfect spot where you just, it was nothing you could do about it. It was just a great throw and a great catch. Um, So Nate Wiggins is having a tremendous season. I think he's going pretty early in the draft, probably top 25. Um, But once again, Hopefully. pretty much shut out Notre Dame's wide receivers. Go ahead. You was about to say something. No, I was just saying, hopefully. Yeah. I hope, yeah, hopefully yeah. He yeah he's been a, uh, amazing. I, but yeah. Um, K club, Nick, didn't really do much, but he didn't need to do anything really because Phil right. Moffa is an absolute stud. 36 carries for 186 yards, two touchdowns. He averaged 5.2 yards a carry, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So a tremendous game from him. And then Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, that was probably one of the better defensive performances I've seen in my life at Clemson. Really? Clemson, tackles, yeah. Two sacks. Well, pick six. I mean, he was he was tremendous, man. Yeah. But how did you feel about the win? I mean, I feel like that's a big win for Clemson, especially after all the adversity and stuff they faced this season and all that, that week in itself. Um, yeah. how did you feel about that win, man? I think it was a, a well needed win. Yeah, it was a much needed win. I mean, it's just it came I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying, and 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 you might disagree with this, but I feel like it came at don't want to say it came at the wrong time because it was a much needed win and we need that bowl eligibility. So I'm glad that we one step closer to that, but you know, that's the type of win that you needed against Florida state. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of a win that you needed against, um, doggone Miami. You know what I'm saying? A yeah. win that you needed against North Carolina state. You needed those type of wins earlier in the season. Uh, and what was the other team we lost to Duke? 
Oh and yeah, then, and dude, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. And um, and it's just for me as a fan, you know, it's tough to. Obviously, I'm happy, and uh, it was honestly a, su- a surprise to me. I was yeah, shocked. same. I, I mean, was, we got I was on really here shocked. last week. We got on here last week and talked about how we was gonna get blowed out by Notre Dame. So I mean, yeah, yeah. it was pretty much it, to me pretty much well. was saying that it was Jover, and then um, it's just Clemson is a very tricky and um, hard to understand team. Yeah, because if you can look this good against a pretty good Notre Dame team that's been playing pretty well all season long. If you can look this good against them, and don't get me wrong, that Clemson and Notre Dame series been going back and forth for a minute now, mm-hmm. so it, it it was understandable. Yeah. But for you to be able to go out there and make a statement win like that, you know what I'm saying, and probably the worst year that we've had in about 15 years, you know what I'm saying, that's that's some that's pretty incredible. Yeah. But I just hate that is you know it, it's almost it's almost for nothing, you know what I'm saying, because yeah. this is this is the type of win that you need. When you're looking for a college football playoff berth, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, that would have been a very good win on the resume. But um, with that being said, though, Phil Moffat looked great. Um, I know me and you talked about it a little bit. You know, Will Shipley don't want to bash on him or nothing like that. Yeah. But he just ain't really been playing his best football this year. Yeah. Um, and I think me and you can both agree that Clemson has been needed to using or excuse me, has been needing to use Phil Moffa more in a um, you know, all season long. Even last year, they should have been using him more than what they yeah. really were. Really last and, two years. Yeah. And it's just it's just unfortunate that, you know, again, it's coming at such a late time in the season where everything is is in desperation, back is against the wall. You know what I'm saying? We needed this earlier, you know what I mean? Um, but again. It's a good win. I can't. I'm not taking anything away from anybody. The defense been playing lights out and outstanding all season long. All season, yeah. As they have been for the past 15 years, but um, you know, and then offensively, you know, obviously we would like to see more from um from certain players that I won't name. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the offensive line looked really good, and um, I thought running the football, we just did an excellent job. And like you said. Controlling the line of scrimmage is really what won the game for us. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I said, man, I agree with you 100%. And Chills, actually, he's in the comments here, and he yeah. said Crowder sounds like a baller just like his pops. You think this translates to the lead? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, my Crowder, I mean, I, I very well think he could be middle linebacker one coming out of the draft. Um, he probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, he no made, I mean, he made a lot of money on him. Um, no doubt. On Saturday, I mean, he really last couple weeks he's been tremendous. Even in the losses, Jeremiah Trotter has far not been, been the problem. Really, since the Q's game when he got fully healthy from that yeah. hamstring injury, he's been amazing. He's um, been yeah, he's been outstanding really all yeah, year. I mean, I mean it's Jeremiah, just I think Jeremiah Trotter is his game is definitely going to translate over to the league, and I yeah. definitely think he he's going to be a problem going forward, and he's going to make a, a lot of plays on Sunday as well. Yeah, because that performance he put up, if he can do that against a Notre Dame team. That they're known for their trench play and O line play. I mean, Clemson's D line. Shout out to those guys, Xavier Thomas. Uh, who else on that? Peter Woods, Tamarion Parker. I mean, Tyler Davis. We're talking about Notre Dame probably has the best O line in the country, and Clemson's D line acts like obliterated them the whole day. Yeah. Um, especially in the especially in pass pro. I mean, it was even times where Joe Alt was getting beat. 
Um, and he's like probably gonna be a top five pick in a couple months. Um, mm. so I mean, and he was getting beat by a freshman, you know. So when you think about it like that, man, I mean, I think I think that D line deserves a lot of credit too for making Trotter and Barrett Carter's job a lot easier. But no yeah, doubt. man, just want, just want to talk about Clemson real quick before we jump into everything else. But good win for Clemson and definitely, you know, deserving deservingly so because they definitely, you know, played better. Um, yeah, I do want to before we jump into NFL talk, um. I did want to kind of talk about the Heisman just real shortly because okay. I was talking about this earlier. Um, it's a situation right now where I think there's about four guys that are legitimately that should like be up for the Heisman, but I think it's going to go to one person. I think your Heisman winner will be Michael Phoenix Jr., uh, mm-hmm. the Washington quarterback, and here's why. He's on the winning team. We already know this. this award has became a – quarterback award or the the winningest quarterback award that's what it pretty much what it's became the last couple of years where who's ever on the winningest team and that's doing good that's who's going to get the Heisman but I think Jaden Daniels even after they lost to Bama I mean it was in that game really up until he got hurt um just to be completely honest with you and I also think um my guy from Oklahoma State, that running back, I think his name's Ollie Gordon. Dude got like 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns, and nobody's talking about it. Like, it's in, yeah. they're, they're seven and two. They have a really good record. I think he should be up for it as well. And I still think Caleb Williams should be in the mix for the Heisman, as good as he's played this year. So I just wanted to kind of get your feel on that. Like, what do you feel about the Heisman as far as it just becoming like whoever's the best quarterback on the best team award. Because in yeah. my opinion, a guy like Carson Beck, no disrespect, he shouldn't be up for the Heisman, bro. Like that's nah. just- I think last year was last year was tough because I think we all knew I mean well actually no I take that back. Last year was tough because um you know some years you have I don't want to say a down year, but some years you yeah. have a year where like somebody I think about Robert Griffin the third when he won when he yeah. for Baylor. Mm-hmm. They had it was a good year for him, obviously. He he was great. Yeah. But Baylor had Baylor had three losses. Um, and I mean they were a good team, but they just weren't a great team. You know what I right. mean? Um, I think about the year that Lamar Jackson won. Now yep. he was absolutely outstanding. Yep. But Louisville, I think they also had three, three or four, or four losses. losses. Yeah. Yeah. Um last year, Caleb Williams, I think Utah uh USC had three losses, right? I or think they losses. had two. Yeah, I think they had two. Yeah. Um Both and that's fine. Five. And and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But right. what I'm saying is, um, you know, I think sometimes the committee, when they don't see somebody else that's popping off, like that running back that you just said, yeah, for Oklahoma Hollywood. State, yeah, yeah, they they not. I mean, they they're they're a good team, but they're not really making no college football playoff noise. Right. You know what I'm saying, and so he probably not gonna be in the running. You see, last year. My man from Michigan, uh, Blake Corum, Blake Corum was, probably, yeah. was in the running, but as soon as he got hurt, they took him out. My man from uh, Tennessee, Henry Hooker, probably yeah. you probably could make the argument if he finished the season, he's the winner. Yeah, but they just, you know, what I'm saying, I, I I feel like in terms in terms of quarterbacks, I feel like that's that's one of the laziest um, positions just, just to give the position or just, excuse me, just to give the award to because yeah. you got so many guys. I mean, my God, Marvin Harrison Jr. is still out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if anybody's deserving of a Heisman, it's probably the best player yeah. in the in the, in the the world. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's just, you know, it's the same. Uh, don't get me wrong. Michael Penis Jr. is having an incredible year. Bo yeah. Nix is having an incredible year. Yeah. I mean, 
Uh, who else? Caleb Williams is having an incredible year. Um, personally, you know, I, I, if I, if you win, if you're gonna win the Heisman twice in a row, you gotta earn that thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and he's and he's mm-hmm. earning it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying yeah. nothing. Not saying nothing, but you got to be incredible, man. Yeah, like head and shoulders above everybody else, and I just don't think he is, um, in terms of production this season. Obviously, right? He's great. He's still great, but mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think who else even should be in the running. I mean, it's a couple James guys. James Daniels. There, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, James yeah, Daniels. Bro. Daniels. Yeah. Um, shoot, one of them Florida State guys need to be could be in the running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keon Coleman. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jordan like Travis. Yeah. Yeah, like a couple of those guys really could be in the running, but again, like you said, best quarterback on the best team or 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 most flashy player, which I think it should be the most flashy player. That's how I always looked at it. Who making the highlight plays week in and week out? Who's leading a team to victories? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't got to – I don't think you need to be in a national championship, so to speak, so to say, but leading your team to victories. Like I said, RG3. Lamar Jackson, obviously Cam Newton when he won way back when. But um, but I do agree with what you were saying. I think sometimes the award goes to guys who've been in college football for a while. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for example, in my humble opinion, Baker Mayfield, when he won, they, you know, I felt like, for me, when I seen him win, win I was just like, okay, Baker's been in the running for a while. He's mm-hmm. been, you know, in the mix every single year. You know, he, he he had a great year, obviously, but it yeah. was kind of just handed it to him. Marcus Mariota, to me, was another player like that. Yeah. He had a great he had a great year, but he was but he also I feel like was rewarded for having a great career. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I think Michael Penis Jr. is gonna fall into that a little bit, but I also think even if this even if he was a freshman, sophomore, or a junior, he should have win he should win yeah. anyway. So um, uh, but that's all I gotta say about it. I mean, you know, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree. Let's go ahead and move forward to um to some football talk, some NFL talk. Let's talk about CJ Stroud, man. Let's just jump right into it. CJ Stroud is having a tremendous season. I mean, you could argue he's having the best rookie season we've ever seen so far. Uh, I'm just gonna read off his stat line, and then when you read off the stat line, it's even like, wow, this is crazy for a rookie, even for a, a veteran at this point. Um, yeah, CJ yeah, Stroud yeah. has. 200 and uh he has 2270 yards 14 touchdowns one interception um as far as yards i actually lied to you cam i said he was top 10 um he's actually top six um in yards right now it's literally tua sam howell patrick mahomes josh allen jalen hurts kirk cousins who's he's about to pass because he's not playing anymore and then stroud is right there um he has the best Interception, uh, touchdown to interception ratio in the NFL right now. Um, technically, NFL history. Is, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's tremendous. Um, I'm just gonna say it, man. I believe CJ Stroud is the best rookie we've ever seen, bro. I, I, I'm I'm being so serious now. I know a lot of people gonna say, well, Mahomes, not Mahomes, uh, what's my guy up there in LA? Justin Herbert had a great season, but I, I, I Justin Herbert wasn't doing this, bro. Justin Herbert yeah. wasn't putting the team on his back at this time, bro. Yeah. I'm going to be straight up with you. A lot of people going to say, well, Andrew Luck, he had 4,000-plus yards. Um, his And he was great his rookie year. He but was. as of right now, C.J. Stroud is on that same exact path and actually is going to surpass it 
by about 200 yards at this at this moment if he stays on the same pace he is on. Yeah. DJ Stroud I think is the best rookie quarterback I've seen in my in my 28 years of life. I think yeah. he's the best quarterback I've seen. Um and that's just my opinion. Again, you're entitled to your own opinion, but I think that's how I feel about it. This guy is special. And I think you said it a couple weeks ago. I'm even starting to wonder I don't think it really matters where this guy would have went. I think he would have hooped. Like, yeah. I, and that's just me being completely honest. There's no shot at Bryce, which we're going to talk about in a few seconds. Um, I I think this might be the best rookie quarterback I've seen in my 28 years of life, bro. Straight yeah. up, bro. I can I can agree. I can agree. I can agree to that. Um, if if he's not the best, then he's number two. I mean, I I don't. Really I, see- I mean, so, I think you can make an argument for Cam Newton. I think you can make an yeah. argument. For, I, I, I still will take CJ over Cam. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I think ultimately, it's tough, man, because I still think, me personally, I would probably still. I, I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, how what Cam was able to do his 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 first year. Yeah, but what CJ is doing. Is also incredible, and honestly, is is, I mean, the Texans are knocking on the door of the playoffs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying like they have a shot to still make the playoffs. They got yeah. a shot. I don't know if they got a shot to win the division, but they got a shot to hit that wild card. I mean, yep. I think they only one game out right now. Yep. Uh, or two. Yeah, one game out right now. Um, you know, what I'm saying Carolina. You know, Cam's rookie year, we wasn't really close to the playoffs. We finished six and ten. Now he broke NFL records. You know what I'm saying? On an individual basis, he was fantastic. But as far as the team goes, but then again, he he did come into quite literally the worst team in the NFL. But then again, CJ Stroud kind of did too with a new head yeah. coach and, and all of this and all of that. But yeah, I would say this is probably this is probably one of the best we've ever seen. Um, another guy I don't want to forget about too. So yeah, so we mentioned Luck. Um RG3 was also great that same year as Luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to mention. A lot of people don't remember, but Dak Prescott was very good his rookie year as well. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but he came in and a lot of people was talking about because Dallas, I think they finished 13 and 3 that year when he came yep. in and, and started with uh with them. Now, obviously they had Zeke too. Zeke, but yeah. um but Dak was very good. And then you got um and then Justin Herbert would probably be after uh, and then Kyler Murray was also really good too. But Justin Herbert would probably be the next guy. I would probably take Stroud over most of those guys, probably. Um, at least what what we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, Chill said, um, "I will wait until the season's over, but CJ is on pace to be right there or pass him." And then, yeah, he was saying RG three is incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think I think I think it's a fair statement to go ahead and say it, especially during the first eight eight games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so About. this gonna walk into what? So we're going to do who do you think is better? We're going to kind of do king of the hill. This is a king of the hill. Who do you think is a better quarterback? So let's go ahead and go through it. Who do you think is a better quarterback, Daniel Jones or C.J. Stroud? I'm going to have to go C.J. Daniel, now one thing I will say, I hate how Daniel Jones tore his ACL. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. That was tough. I hate that for him, but, um, but C.J. Stroud is absolutely better than yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I agree. I no think question. C.J. Stroud kind of by no last question. Line. Yeah, um, no question. To be completely honest, Ryan Tannehill or CJ Stroud? 
Ryan Tannehill ain't even the third, second best quarterback on his team. It's yeah. definitely CJ. They Stray. gave this. They gave the starting keys to Levis. The um, Levis. So that kind of exactly. tells you what what's going on there. Um, also as well, let me ask you about another one, Geno Smith or CJ Stroud. Ooh, I'm gonna go Stroud. I'm gonna go Stroud. I am too. I'm gonna go Stroud. Uh, as Gino, of right now, I'm gonna go CJ yeah. Stroud over 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 Geno. Geno ain't been as good as Stroud uh, this season, so yeah, I'm gonna go Stroud for sure. Before injury, Kirk Cousins or CJ Stroud. Man, I ain't gonna hold you, T. <laughs> that one a little tougher. That 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 Cause, is because Kurt, because Kurt, because Kurt, Kurt was hooping. Kurt, Kurt was hooping. It's too much slander, bro. I think he Kurt, do. He do. Kurt is he like do. a top ten quarterback, like French yeah. top ten. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. To me, I'm I, going Kurt. I'll, I'll just say it. I'm going Kurt Cousins slightly Kurt, over. over Kurt was hooping. Kurt was hooping, but that lets Kurt? you know though. But that lets you know because Kirk, I mean, Kirk, before he went down, I think he was second in yards and touchdowns. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something like that. He's um, having a tremendous season. Yeah. So that lets you know that. Um, and this is we're talking about CJ as a rookie versus Kirk, who's been in the league for uh over a decade. Uh, yeah, uh 12 years, I think. So yeah. um, so yeah, I'd probably pre-injury, I probably still lean towards Kirk just because yeah, he's a vet. But CJ, man, yeah, he's still CJ on that level hooping. though. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. See, they've been hooping. Um, let me give you another one. Derek Carr or CJ Stroud? That's CJ Stroud. No yeah. question. That's I easy. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Ain't, I, ain't I would take CJ Stroud. Now he is playing better this year. Baker Mayfield or CJ Stroud? Still CJ Stroud. Yeah, it's Stroud. Yeah, no no question. And let, let me give let me give you one more. And then I kind of want you to list out who would you put above CJ. And I'll list them out okay. too. Jared Goff or CJ Stroud? That's a tough one, bro. That's a tough one, too. I'm That's not gonna like lie. Kurt. That's a tough one. That's I, like Kurt. That's like Kurt, man. I that's a tough one. I like I'ma take um boy. I'ma I don't take, know, man. I don't know. I I golf is good, but I don't know, man. I'ma still I'ma I'ma shoot. That is what I'm saying, bro. I don't know, man. I would probably. I'm gonna be honest. I'm taking Stroud, bro. I was about to say I'd probably take Stroud. Yeah, it's close though. It's close though. Like and you said it perfectly. Imagine if CJ Stroud had the weapons Baker had. Like, come on. Oh, they'd be first. They'd be first in the division. No question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No question. No question. Is yeah. That's what I'm saying. They had this thing on lock. I think CJ Stroud is like top 12 quarterback in the lead already, like now. So let me list off kind of the quarterbacks who I think I would probably put above Stroud. We know Mahomes. We know Burrow because Burrow, quiet as kept, is really starting to get together. (laughs) He's rolling. He's rolling. He's really starting to get together um, after that start. So I would put these are people I would put over CJ Stroud right now Patrick Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow. Josh Allen. I'm gonna put Tua as of right now because he's doing better. Um, I'm gonna put Jalen Hurts over him as of right now because he's doing better. I just told you I'm putting Kirk above him. Who he just said Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. You missed like somebody. Kind of, Justin Herbert. I put Justin Herbert above him. You, you I put Justin. I put too. Justin Herbert above him. I guess I would put Trevor Lawrence above him, but it's it's getting to the area where. 
We're getting you not putting Trevor Lawrence over you're not putting Trevor Lawrence over CJ Stroud. I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. I don't know. Hey, I, I listen, don't know. I'm not even mad at you, bro. I'm not even mad at you know. because CJ Stroud is he's really good. He bro. I'm not gonna he's lie. Hooping. He's hooping. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I have Trevor, eight people. I have Trevor eight playing great too. For, yeah, he is. He is. He's playing good too. But I have eight people for sure. I would put over. CJ Stroud, but after that, it gets real murky. Like when we get in that golf area of quarterbacks, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I, I got he might be top 10, bro. I, I'm not I, gonna hold you. I'm so, looking at this. Oh, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar. I, I, yeah, Lamar. I was about to say, you missing, yeah, you Lamar, missing my dog. Lamar, no. My bad, I, he missing my dog this earlier. Uh, Lamar, so that's nine players. I forgot about Lamar. My bad, Lamar. Um, I'm not putting Dak Prescott over CJ Stroud, bro. I'm not putting Dak Prescott on CJ Stroud. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, and Dak had a great game last night. I think oh, other yeah. night ago. I think a lot of people are hard on Dak, and I think Dak is actually like a, a decent quarterback. Like he's an above average quarterback. But I'm not putting Dak above CJ Stroud. I'm sorry, I would way prefer to have CJ Stroud over Dak at this point, bro. I think that's the list, bro. I, so I'm serious. Can... I think that's the. I think that's. I think I will put CJ Stroud. Let me look at this list again. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm putting Stroud right at right at ten. I think I would well, literally have him at ten. Read me your list again, please. So this is who I would have. Let me kind of put it in order. One, Mahomes. I don't think nobody will argue that. Two, um, Burrow. I don't think nobody will argue that. Three, Josh Allen. You could get some argument there. The way he's playing this season, four, Tua. Um, five, Hurts. Six, uh, your boy from Baltimore, Lamar. Seven. That's where things get a little murky for me. I would probably put Herbert there at seven. Eight, I would probably put Trevor. Nine, I would probably put Kurt. And then 10, I would put I would put CJ right at 10. You said, you said Jalen Hurts, right? Did you say yeah, I said Jalen Hurts. Hurts, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said him at five. So I would I would put I would put I would I, I honestly would put CJ right at 10, bro, in my personal opinion. I, I think he's top 10 right now. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. So I was saying this the other day. I said he probably top seven right now. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's top seven. I, I and I don't know if I can go and, that far. See, I'm gonna give you the names of the job of the guys I'm just looking at for this, just based off of this season. Okay. So uh obviously, you know, Mahomes will be up there. Yep. Um, then you know, Lamar, Josh yep. Allen, Burrow, yep, yep. Tua, yep. Hurts. Yep. And um Herbert. I think yep. that's okay. That's seven that's right seven. now. So that's yep. mm-hmm. I think that's gotta be I think that should be everybody's top seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. No particular order. That should yep. be your top seven. I agree. Um I, right after that though, it, it gets tricky, man. Yeah, I think, that, yeah, I, think, I agree. You know I what I'm saying? Agree. At eight I think, is where I start considering CJ Stroud. I'm not gonna Yeah. yeah. I, anybody that's I, eight to twelve, I'm not mad at you. I could put him. Honestly. I could put him at eight. I could put him at the. See, to me, him and uh, I agree with Chills too with what he said. He said he think Lamar is too low. I we'll get. The way we'll he's get playing in this that. season, we'll, yeah, he, he's. We'll we'll get in that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll get um, into that later. But, would, but yeah, but I would put um, I think Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud. I think they're very comparable yeah. right there at eight and nine. I agree. Um, Kirk. Would be at ten. Unfortunately, he's injured, so I'm gonna have to take him actually off the list now, yeah. just because of the injury. I can't, you know, I I, I hate that form, but I'm gonna slide him off the list. Mm-hmm. And at ten, I guess I guess I would put um 
suit. That's that's probably how it have to be on what Dak, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Who, who, did I miss Dak. did I miss anybody? Who no, did you say you, was you, you hit on pretty much everybody I had on here? Oh, um Jared Goff. Matter of fact, Jared, I'm Goff, put Jared yeah. Goff in there. Yeah, I put mm-hmm. him there. And then I'll probably put Dak at 11-ish. And then I guess at 12 from 12 back. I mean, you can go Geno Smith. You can go um Kyler Murray shoot. still. Yeah, shoot. And now 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 I'm high on Kyler Murray. So if he's healthy, I would put him in my top 10 personally. If he's yeah. healthy, I would have him up there. I'm but... not as big on Kyler. I would probably have him around like 11, 12, kind of that yeah. ballpark. But still, yeah. I'm I still think he's a good quarterback, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, I, I shoot. Well, hey, let, me ask you, let me ask you. You just brought up Kyler. Healthy Kyler, healthy CJ. Who would you rather have? See, personally, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I really I really liked Kyler Murray as a prospect coming out. And I really I still like him as a quarterback. I think I think Cliff Kingsbury was just so trash, man. And Kyler wasn't his numbers still wasn't trash. I just think that like if he was somewhere with some sense, bro, like yeah. If he was in, if I really, if he was in, God, I, I would love to him to be with Sean McVay. I would love for him to be with, um, and if he was, if he somehow ended up in Atlanta, I think it would be tough, dangerous. Not not with Arthur Smith, of course, but with somebody with some sense. But I would probably, I would probably still take Kyler Murray healthy. But, but that's just based off of what I've seen in the past. But yeah. I'm not mad. Like if you say, if you take Stroud over Murray. I ain't mad at it because I get it. He hooping. It's yeah. hard to. Yeah. Yeah. He no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's hard. Let me let me go ahead and move over to the other Ricky quarterback that this conversation won't be as pleasant about. <laughs> Bryce Young. Um, let's just jump into it. Horrible game against the Colts. He was terrible. Um, I mean, he was. It was I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm a Bryce trooper, but he he was horrible. Now his O line and his wide receivers they did not help. So I want to make that clear. Um, but he was horrible. 24 for 39, 173 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. He was garbage. And two of them were pick six. Two um, pick sixes. Uh, into the same guy on top of that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the whole, so we should have picked CJ Stroud. I'm not getting into none of that. Um, I got a few things I want to say. One thing is, I don't think Frank Reich's the guy, man. I, I'm going to be flat out no. honest with you. I don't think Frank Reich is the guy. I do not. Um, and and again, it's hard for me to say that because I think with Matt Rule, he was so hateable that it was easy to like, oh yeah, get him out of here. But Frank Reich actually seems like a very likable person. I've heard nothing but good things about him as a person. I've heard nothing but good things. So it's tough for me to get on here and be like, oh yeah, he needs to be gone. I, I just don't think Frank Reich's the guy, bro. I think at best he's getting you nine wins and barely squeaking into the playoffs. But as far as taking you to that next level, I do not think Frank Wright is going to do it. Um, Secondly, Bryce. Now, yes, the O-line was terrible, and the wide receivers were terrible. We already know that. But he made a lot of dumb decisions, too. Like that interception he threw in the flat before the half was absolutely ridiculous. It was terrible. Um. And I can't like I can't give you a pass on that, bro. Cause you clearly just did not look. You literally just threw it over there and said, okay, yeah. And thought it was gonna be a dump off pack. And they got pick six to the crib. Um, I can't let you slide on that, Bryce. That was terrible. <laughs> um 
I don't know. I just don't think this team is it. And I think if this team doesn't get to at least, what is it, 4-13 and 13 now? If they don't get to that, I think Frank Wright should be fired. Like, if they don't get at least four wins on the season, if he gets the four wins, I say keep him another year. And But if not, man, he, he has to go, man. I'm going to be flat out honest with you. There should not be a, oh, well, it was just one year. Y'all didn't give Steve Wilkes that. Uh, no. Y'all didn't give Steve yeah. Wilkes that pass when he went 1-15 and 15 out there in Arizona. Y'all exactly. voted him right on out of here. And it looks yeah. like we're heading down the same exact path. Um, again, if it gets to a point where we're one and 16 the week after New Year's, he needs to absolutely be packing his bags. That's unacceptable <laughs> in a league that is set up for you to go 500. Well, now either eight and nine or nine and eight. Nine and eight. Um, so again, Scott Fitterer, let, let me go in on my rant on him. Scott Fitterer is the second worst GM in the NFL. I have said this on this podcast before, and I'm going to say it again. I think the only person that is worse than him, honestly, <laughs> is Bill Belichick. That's it. <laughs> Besides that, he is the worst GM. If Bill Belichick said, oh, I'm not GMing no more. I'm just going to do the coaching. Scott Fitter right. is officially the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scott Fitter stinks. He should be unemployed. And, I, 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 you know, again, he seems like a nice guy. He's probably a great young man, whatever. He needs to be fired, bro. It's ridiculous. You look at the draft picks and you look at the cap and you look at the, the depth on this team, it's horrendous. Yeah. The Panthers legit have five good players on their team. Five. And I think that's – I don't even know about Bryce yet. Let me hold off on that. They might have four. I'm going to say Frankie Louvu. I'm going to say uh, Adam Thielen. I'm going to say – J.C. Horn, when he can stay healthy, which that's never just about. Um, I mean, after that, the list gets real scarce. Moten, maybe, but even he was getting beat nah, a lot the other day ago. Nah. I so think, I, again, I, personally, it's like personally, it's just, on this team. That's yeah. it. Personally, it's just, for me, it's it's just, uh, so the, the guys I said was Young, Brown, Luvu, and Burns. Was the top was for me those those are the four that are untouchable on the team. Everybody oh, that's else. Derrick Brown, Derek Brown too. Derek no, Brown, you, yeah, you miss you I'm miss Burns too. Brown. I don't know. Derrick I don't know how you feel. You miss Burns too. I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah, I said Burns. Did. I said Burns. I said Burns. You, I said Burns. Okay. Uh, okay. yeah, Thielen. Okay. I forgot to say Brown. That's who I forgot to say, and I said Holmes. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I, I said I'm not sure on Young yet, and I think that's yeah, yeah. still be skeptical on Young at this moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think. And like I said, in my and so on my last cat create post, I said that this team is just it, it's missing talent pretty much. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. missing talent, and there's really only, in my opinion, there's only four guys. I now I forgot about Thielen, but at the same time, when I say talent, I don't consider guys that are like super old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he mm-hmm. he might decide he want to retire. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, you know I can't. He's great though. He's still getting it done. Yeah, at his age, no cap. Yeah, but um, but like young, um, and he not even. T- I mean, we, let's just be honest. He's not even good yet. He's yeah, not, he, that's why I said not, I'm not putting young he, on there yet. No, he yeah, he's not good yet. Um, had a great game against the Texans, but that's about it. And then um, like I said, Luvu Brown or and and Burns is really the only other three. And at this point, I'm saying the to me the only two that I said was. Completely untouchable 
with Bryce because of what you've already invested in him yep. and then Derrick Brown because Derek of how Brown. good he is. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can roll, you know what I'm saying? If you get a good offer. So um you know and and I you not to cut you off. I don't know if you was finished or not, but um no, Okay. Yeah, um but basically um no, I agree with what you were saying. Actually, I'm going to take it a step even further, T, and I'm going to say this. If if uh, if Frank Wright don't get to – I hate to say it, but if he don't get to – you, I can I might say five or six wins, you yeah. give him the boot. Because I tell you, Matt Rule got the five. He got the five three straight years or two straight years. And then my, my man Steve Wilkes got the six on a team that wasn't even his. Yeah, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera didn't go below five, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? So Frank Reich, you know, my guy, if you get less than five wins, I personally don't think they should bring you back. I'm not gonna hold you. I've got you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna hold. I don't think they should. And and now Teffer probably will bring him back because I think he don't want that high turnover rate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But um yeah, Matt Fool, my fault, uh, AB. But yeah, I um, but I don't think uh, I don't think they should bring right back if he don't hit five wins. And to speak a little bit more about Bryce, because that's where that's where we was at. To speak about Bryce, um, you know, a lot of it just ain't his fault, unfortunately. The off- offensive line just ain't good. Yeah. Um, the wide receivers outside of Adam Thielen ain't good. The tight ends. They seem like they can produce when the, the coaching staff actually gets them involved in the game. But, you know, other than that, I mean, the team around them just ain't good. You know yeah. what I mean? The running back room looking solid. Miles Sanders actually played pretty well last week. I was yeah. on Sunday, I would say. Um, I know we give him a lot of uh, a lot of flack. But, I mean, man, it, it, there's not a lot for him to be able to succeed. But yeah. at the same time, at the same time, there's a lot that he has to improve on. And I hate to say it, but – it's almost at the point where, you know, he needs to be almost perfect in order yeah. to even even be able to sustain a drive past a three and out. Yeah. You know, because if he holds on the ball just for just a slightly too long, that's a sack. And sometimes the sacks don't even be on the offensive line. Sometimes it just be wide receivers not getting open. And wide receivers not getting open. They're not getting open. Yeah. And it, and if they don't get open, then he gonna hold on to the ball. But see, one thing about it is, as a quarterback, especially when they consider you to be a point guard. You got to throw the ball away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to throw the ball away. Or you got to try to run and escape, which he tends to do in the second half of games. But um, but at the same time, man, you know, he's got a lot of growing to do. Um, I think a lot of Panthers fans expected him to come in and 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 be somebody right away. Yeah. And at the same time, while that's I won't call it unrealistic to say, because he was highly touted coming out of college and the head coach. The GM and the owner all basically was saying that he's going to be the next big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not unreasonable for fans to think that. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's 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 extremely unfair to Bryce, unfortunately. But at the same time, he does have to perform better. Two pitch sixes is not getting it done, and um, ultimately he's he scored more points for the Colts than their own offense did. Yeah. And that's just not good enough. So, um, but like you said, the whole Young and Stroud debate. We don't have to get into it. It's not, 
you know, it, 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 there's no use to even talking about it now because there's no. And it's still too early, no, too. Like, it's too we, early. It's too yeah, early. Yeah, we're like, we don't know what's going to happen a year or two from now. Like a lot of people was having the Justin Herbert Tua debate a couple years back. And yep. now, as you can see, I feel like Tua is either on the same level as Herbert or maybe even a notch above him, honestly. Yeah. Um, so again, I think it's just too early to kind of judge, but if we going off right now, yeah, I'm not going to lie. CJ Stroud is absolutely smoking. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's smoking him. Um, oh yeah. He's smoking yeah. him now for sure. I mean, yeah. So that's but, just what it is on that. But again, mm-hmm. man, and I kind of agree with, you know, just, I'm tired of this team being trash. Um, that's just really where I'm at with, like I said, we do our town halls the other night ago. I think I dipped out after like 30 minutes. I was like, yeah, man, I, I, don't you that, I ain't gonna hold you. You wasn't in there that long, my bro. Yeah, yeah. You wasn't in there. You wasn't in there that long. I was tired of talking Dude. about. I'm like, bro, we talk. Yeah. We've been talking about the same thing for three years. Being trash. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just tired of it, bro. Like, I couldn't even get no, into it, bro. But, I was like, man, I'm out, bro. bro. After you left, it was so dead and dejected, man. When I tell you nobody... I think that's the lowest point Panther fans felt this whole season. Because it seemed like we was finally turning a corner and then, bloop, like right right, back down to the ground. That's why I was telling... That's why I was telling... That's why me and you was telling them last week when we had to cut them off. I said, bro, I need y'all to stop. If we we lose on Thursday, bro, and and help the Bears get a first overall pick, I, I'm not gonna lie, especially if we get blued, like blued and blued out, out, blued out, blued out and blued out. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's gonna be, it's gonna be bad, man. Let's start going on ahead and transitioning over to the NBA talk a little bit because we want to talk yeah. about some player legacies because we've been seeing this a lot and seeing you know who who kind of are the top players really of all time and really yeah. right now in the league. So Cam, I'll let you go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. Um. So really, my question to you is, you know, we've been seeing a lot of people talk about like, you know, all time greats and stuff. So my mm-hmm. question really just in just in general, when you look at the players that are playing today, like right now, who would you say like who who has the biggest legacies? Who are the greatest players of all time playing today? And give me like give me I, a matter of fact, I give you my list just as an example. OK, you know what I'm saying? So. For me, my top five players all time that are still playing today. Yep. Um, so obviously LeBron James is gonna be number one. Yeah. Um, number two for me is gonna be Steph Curry. I think Steph okay. Curry, like you know what I'm saying, in terms mm-hmm. of that that all-time legacy. Yeah. Um, and see now three, four, and five, this is where it gets a little tricky. Exactly. Because you I agree. because because you know how I feel about a certain player who's probably gonna be three for everybody, but for me, he might actually be four or five. Mm-hmm. So um the, and the three players that I'm looking at are Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah, Nikola Jokic, yep. and Kevin Durant. Yeah. All right. So though that's three, four, and five for me. It's not necessarily in that order, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, I think Giannis and and Jokic, I think their legacy is up there with KD. I don't think they're that far apart personally. You know what I'm saying? Um. So that's really real. I wanted to get your your thoughts on. Give me your top five players all time. You named them. Playing. You named them. That's your top I mean- five. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say we normally debate on stuff like this, but those are those are the five I would have, um, yeah. in my personal opinion. I think even though he's not a big factor now, I think you could make an argument for James Harden because that yeah. run he had from like sixteen to like nineteen that was 
or 15 really to 19 mm-hmm. that was legendary. So I do think you could add James Harden in that mix, but that's pretty much the five I think I would add on my list as well. I think LeBron, and we'll talk about it in a second, I think he's a top two player of all time. Um, yeah. So I think that's pretty easy. I think for me, uh, I, I probably would put Steph probably number two because we're going to talk about it in a few minutes. I think Steph is like fringe top 10 um, mm-hmm. of all time. So I don't hate that. I think KD for me at three would probably be because I think KD is a top 15 player, top 20 player of all time. And then Jokic and, and the Greek freak, the thing about those two individuals is they still have time to build on their legacies. So I can understand like some people are saying like Kawhi should be in there, which I actually somewhat can agree because Kawhi is more towards the end of his career. So as far as legacy, he's probably accomplished. Well, I'm not going to lie. He hasn't accomplished as much as Jokic. I'm going to be flat out with you. He or Greek. That's why I said I agree with you. That's why I said I agree with your top five. Because that's the five I would have. I would probably have Jokic four because I think Jokic, I think when it's all said and done, Jokic could end up being like the third or fourth best center of all time at the rate he's going. Um, I'm just being honest. Like, I think he could be top five all time as far Mm -hmm. as centers when he's said and done. He already has two MVPs. He already has two. uh, He already has a finals MVP and a finals, uh, a championship ring. I think he'll add to that as he goes. I think he'll win another ring or two possibly in his prime. If he continues to add to that, I think he could end up being a top five center of all time. Um, I got him. I got him at six already. That's what I'm saying. That's why yeah, I said I think I, I probably have him in the same area, like six. And I think if he continues to win, he'll he'll be at five. Um, yeah. And then for me, I would probably have Greek Freak last because he's only. I don't know if I don't want to say he's done winning rings because I don't think he is, especially now with the addition of Dame. Um, I think they definitely have a chance to do something as far as maybe like in the next two or three years or so. Uh, yeah. But it's just going to be hard because the East, you have Boston sitting right there who looks really, really dominant this yeah. year. Um, they look amazing. So it's going to be interesting to see what that does. But I kind of agree with your five. Um, that's pretty yeah. much the five I would have. Like I said, I would tweak the order a little bit. I probably would have KD3. Um, yeah. And then at that point, I would have, you know, like I said, Jokic. And then um, yeah, and, and Giannis. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> for me, because I like, I like to look at um, – I like to balance it a little bit. So, like, when you look at statistically, you know, obviously Kevin Durant yeah. is statistically, you know, probably greater than everybody except for maybe LeBron statistically. Mm-hmm. And and I guess Steph in a way. Um, but scoring-wise, he he's what? Is he is he top 15 scoring all time? I believe he's somewhere, so. Yeah. He's somewhere up there. Yeah. Um, and so statistically, he's up there. But when you look at – um. When you look at the hardware that those guys have, yeah, Giannis got two MVPs, a mm-hmm. Finals MVP, a Defensive Player of the Year, which he won the same year that he won MVP. You know what I'm saying? He's just he's got so much going for him already. And then Jokic's got everything that Giannis has yeah. except for that Defensive Player of the Year. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, which is why that's the only reason why I got Giannis like just an edge ahead of him just because of that one defensive player of the year award. Yeah. I think he got, I think he might've won most improved player one year too. He might have. I'm not mistaken. I think he won that early in his career, I believe. But, um, but, and that's why I got Kevin Durant a little bit lower than him because he got, I mean, yes, he has the MVP and yes, he got good Lord, 14 all-star appearances, something like that. 15 time all NBA, something crazy. Yeah. Um, but you know, when it comes to like, 
you know, just what they've done on an individual basis. Obviously, them being essentially the spearhead today, they franchise is winning a championship for the first time in for the Nuggets forever, and then yeah. for um for for the Bucks the first time since what Kareem was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. something. Um, so long time for them. So yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's what I that's what I was thinking there. As far as what Deontay was saying, he was saying that Kawhi is right there. I would say so. My to round out my top ten, I would go um, at six. I would probably go a guy like um, I would probably go James Harden at six. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he's ringless, I, I would still have yeah. James Harden at yeah, six. Yeah, I mean I his, he was so, his run he was, so, was dominant. He was, he was so incredible. Yeah, James Harden was incredible, and I, that's why I don't let nobody slander Harden these days because yeah. I'm like y'all don't y'all don't remember. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was crazy. Um uh I would I would go Westbrook at seven personally. Um, oh, I like why? Westbrook is one of my favorites of all time. Okay. I, I like I like Westbrook personally, man. Um actually I yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I would go Westbrook. I would go Kawhi next. Um yeah, because yeah, I would go because to me that triple double record. And that yeah. MVP, I think that holds a lot of weight. Yeah, I think that holds a lot of weight over. But I do. But Kawhi do got two Finals MVPs. Yeah, man. two. Yeah, he got two. Yeah, I might. Two I might have to. I ain't gonna lie. Two I might have to put, organizations. That's yeah. why I said for me, he I might. Have, like, I might have to put Kawhi at six. six. Yeah, yeah I might have to saying. put him at six. I, I put Kawhi, Kawhi at six. six, and then James Harden at seven. In my opinion, yeah. and then Russ and all them. But let, yeah. let let's let's go ahead and jump into. Uh, oh, were you done? My bad. I ain't. No, you good. Um, yeah. I I'm trying to think who would even be nine and ten. Um, shoot, that would be what Chris Paul maybe. Yeah, Chris Paul would probably be in the mix for that because he's still active. And then ten, I don't even know. I, I can't think of nobody. Um, yeah, maybe in B because he got Russ. an MVP. Maybe Russ. No, maybe I got I got Russ. I got I got Russ ahead of uh Chris Paul. I got Russ at eight. Yeah. Oh, because you I already got Russ. So yeah, maybe yeah. Embiid at that point because he did just win the MVP. Because just win MVP. Yeah. So I guess maybe I guess him Embiid would be 10. 10. Yeah. I think you can make an argument for Tatum too, as well. As much as he continues to build, I think oh, you can make yeah. an argument for him too. Oh, well, shoot, you can if you say Tatum, I think you could say Jimmy. Yeah, I mean I him think, too. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you yeah, can say Jimmy, say Jimmy as well. I want to go over our um our top ten players. So this okay. is who I I'm gonna go first. So I I think my top I'm, I'm gonna name my top ten players. I think of all time in order. Um. So as honorable mention, I'm gonna have Oscar Robinson and Steph Curry right on the outside looking in. I think Oscar Robinson uh, Oscar Robinson when you think about what he did for the game and how you know he was just this triple double threat. I mean, every single night, you got to give him credit. I think he averaged a triple-double in his whole career uh, for the most part. So really impressive, especially back in that time. And then Steph Curry. I mean, he's the best shooter of all time. I don't think nobody would argue that at this point. And then it's where we get to the fun part. So at 10, I have Shaq. I think Shaq is the most dominant, one of the most dominant centers to ever play this game, if not probably the most dominant. Um, He was just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, At nine, I have Tim Duncan. I don't know why this guy doesn't get more praise. I think he is one of the most underrated players of all time, in my opinion, and he's in my top ten. Um, at eight, I have Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. 100 points. I mean, this guy was tremendous. He was amazing. He could do it all. At seven, I have Larry Bird. Again, just a trend. Like, when we talk about a generational player and how he changed the game, him and Magic both at that time, really what kind of made NBA popular was them two. Yeah. 
So you yeah. got to put Larry uh, Bird at seven. And this is going to probably be unpopular, but I'm going to go there. At six, I have Kobe Bryant. Um, I know a lot of people like to put Kobe at three and four. I'm sorry, guys. If we're going off statistics and what has actually happened, now his impact definitely uh, is definitely up there at like three or one. But to me, I would put Kobe at six. Um, at five, I'm putting Bill Russell. I mean, look at how many rings he won, how much of a winner he was, all he endured um, through, that, through that time. I mean, you have to put yeah. Bill Russell, rest in peace to the great Bill Russell. They literally yeah. retired the whole number six because of him. Because like you got to put him up there at five. Then at four, I'm going to go ahead and put Magic Johnson. I think Magic Johnson, once again, same thing with Larry Bird, one of the most just generational players that changed the game completely um, for the game of the NBA and really what made NBA popular again. At three, you had to put Kareem. I'm sorry. Kareem was just a force. He was just an impact guy. And in my opinion, if Bron and MJ didn't, exists he'd be the best player of all time that's just yeah crazy. yeah um, and then at two lebron james i mean look i mean it was a point of time he went to like nine straight finals um you know i don't care if you win them all or whatever whatever that is tremendous to go to nine straight finals in a row um that's crazy man so i definitely have to put bron i think bron gets slandered way too much sometimes by people he is by far the second best player in the nba and i really don't even think that should be questioned at this point and we know who number one is i ain't even gotta talk about that it's michael jordan man come on man six times going to the finals six times winning that thing i mean that's he's the tom brady of basketball when it comes to just winner he's a winner he's He's just he was just him, bro. Like it's really no other way around it. So that's why I would do how I would do my top ten. And I guess you can say yeah. top twelve because I threw my inner honorable mentions in there. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give you my top twelve too. Um, yeah. So my honor, so my honorable mentions would be um, the big O, also, yep. and mm-hmm. then um, I would have Elijah one right outside. Okay, yeah, I had Elijah one at thirteen. I had yeah, him right on the outside put, looking in. I would I would put him there. Um, what's you since you got. Since you said thirteen, so my thirteen player would actually be Wilt. So okay, Wilt not in my top ten. Okay. Um, so at ten, I actually got Tim Duncan as well. Okay. Um, same reason why you said people, people, they don't know, bro. Like Tim Duncan, man, he he was on top for a minute, bro. Like yeah. the Spurs dynasty. I mean, greatest power forward of all time, no question. Yeah. Just an absolute hooper, bro. Um, obviously defensively. What he was able to do, and then just obviously they don't call him a big fundamental for nothing. So right, Tim at uh, excuse me, Duncan at ten. So at nine, he actually jumped Tim Duncan um recently. I got Steph Curry at nine. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I'm not yeah, mad at that. I got I got Steph at nine. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's he's rising for me. Um, he's he's, and he's really, having a tremendous season this year as well. That's why that's why I put him at nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's why I went he, ahead and he did looks it. the part right now. Yeah, that's why I went ahead and did. It. I mean, this dude is just incredible, and he getting old too. That's yeah. the thing about him; he getting old and still getting it done. Yeah, at an at an ultra elite level, you still top three, and you uh going on thirty four years old. Come mm-hmm. on, man, you got to be up there, bro. Um, eight, I got Bill Russell. Same thing that you just said. Mm-hmm. The league retired his jersey. We know what he went through off the court. We yeah. know that he got eleven of them things on the court. Yeah. Um. So no question. So at seven, I got Bird as well. Um. And exact same thing that you said. Him and Magic created the NBA as we know it today. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, um, at six, I got Shaq. Um. And I started to put Shaq even a little bit higher on my list, but what I heard about Shaq 
you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I didn't get the players of watching him in his prime, but what I've heard about prime Shaq, bro, is is crazy, man. It was, like, it was yeah. I, see, like, I was a young kid. I was about prime Shaq. I was about four, five, six, kind of yeah. in that ball range. So I that's kind of yeah. when I started watching basketball. So yeah. I kind of did get to see a little bit of like oh one Shaq, and it was, yeah. it was nice, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the type of stuff. Shaq, the type of dude that just he has he has his hand in literally everything. Yeah. Um, it's probably one of the most recognizable figures on the planet. Absolutely. I probably put Shaq probably one of the top 10 most recognizable people on the planet. No, no question. It's, yeah, it's not crazy uh, to say. Yeah, he and I I think ultimately just his 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 impact on the game of ball um is just is is extraordinary. Five, I got Kobe as well. I, I don't have him um uh, I think I think you had him at five too, right? I had him at six. Him yeah. At six? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had. That's right. You had Bill at five. So. Yep. Um. But yeah, I got Kobe at five. Um. I know a lot of people want to put him in their top three. I'm not mad at him being in their top three. Some people have him even as low as ten or left out of their top ten. I think that's a little crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie crazy. to you. Yeah, no, no. I think that's a little crazy. Kobe, you got to think about it. <clears throat> if Mike didn't exist. I don't think people would be if Mike didn't exist. I think Kobe would be. He'd probably be number one. I think you see what I'm saying because because a lot of the things that hold Kobe back that a lot of people like to say is because he's a carbon clone of Mike. You know what I'm saying? Carbon copy of Mike, and that's I think that's kind of unfair to him because Kobe was just that dude. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. At four, I got Magic. Mm -hmm. Matt, three and four for me kind of can swap. The thing about Actually, no, I'm gonna put at four. I'm gonna put Kareem. I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. I got Kareem mm-hmm. at four. Okay. Obviously, he's an all time points leader. Um, but Kareem, until did, recently. Uh, yeah, until yeah, 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 until recently. So, Kareem did a lot of damage, uh, for as long as he was in the league. Yeah, and I think he did even more damage when Magic got there. You feel me? Yeah, so mm-hmm. when you have the greatest point guard of all time, you know, force feeding you the ball, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and, and leading that offense. I think that goes a long way. So at three, three, I got Magic. Mm-hmm. The reason why I went ahead and put Magic above Kareem is because I seen something more recently that showed me all I needed to know. Everything that Magic did in his career, except for maybe I think one ring, if I'm not mistaken. No, and I think everything that he did in his career, he did it before the age of 31. Yeah, yeah. His start was crazy, bro. He did it, it before crazy. the age of 31. Yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah. So for that reason alone, Magic is. I mean, before Michael Jordan came along, Magic was the goat. Yeah. Or or him or Kareem. So I got Magic up there, man. Uh, at two I got Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So at no. two I got Michael Jordan. Yeah, man. Um, let's listen. Like I said, I'm watching. Announce who your number one is, Cam. Uh-uh. Number one, my number one player of all time is Nicola. No, I'm just playing. My number one player of all time is LeBron Legault James. So serious, too. So serious. Explain it to me. T, I've had the pleasure of watching this man his whole career, which has pretty much been my whole life. He came yeah. in the league when I was five years old. So pretty much like I've known LeBron as as the rookie. I've known him as the villain. I've known him as the hero. I've known him as the vet. And I've known him as the old senile man that need to sit down somewhere and retire. 
This yeah. like I've seen this man his whole career, and he's still getting he's still giving you the business at the ripe old age of 83 years old. Like this this man to me, from what I've seen, this is the greatest player of all time, no question, bro. For me, because like you said, eight straight finals. Okay. Jordan may have done that if he didn't retire. He probably would have went to eight straight yeah. as well. But LeBron went to eight straight finals and played against, in my opinion, the greatest team ever assembled um, on the NBA court with the with the uh, Golden State Warriors. He went up against uh, four Hall of Famers and um, a Ring of Honor player in Iggy. So he went up against five players excuse me, five, one, five all-stars at one point, five players, you know what I'm saying, that 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 could shoot you out the gym. You know what I mean? Like, dude, A.B. said he went to 10 straight finals. I don't know if it was 10, I, but I, I, I thought I, it was I know, nine. I thought I it was, it was eight, nine. eight. It's somewhere around that. I know for a fact he went to at least eight because he went to – um he, he went, went to four in Miami. Houston, uh, four in Miami, I mean. And four, four in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, he was nine, but maybe, maybe I don't know. Whatever. He, ahead, he went. To, he went to nine in ten years because he missed it the first year uh, when he was with the Lakers because they missed the playoffs his first year. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. then, and then, um, but then after that was the bubble year and they won. The bubble year. So yeah. Um, but regardless, I've just seen this man his whole career. I never, I never got the pleasure of watching Mike, so I just can't put Mike at one. You know what I mean? I know the stats. You know what I'm saying? All-time points points per game leader. All-time playoff points per game leader. You know, six rings, no losses in the finals. Yeah, I get all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can put Kevin Durant's career next to LeBron, and it still technically don't match up to Jordan's hardware. I get that. But I just seen what LeBron has been through and the fact that he came into the league as the chosen one, lived up to the hype, and then exceeded the hype. Yeah. You don't get no better than that for me. No, nah, that's understandable. I, can, I, I can't get mad at that, man. Like, I know a lot of old heads be like, oh, my God, how dare you say that? But I definitely I, I definitely understand where you're coming from because when you look at LeBron, right, I mean, he was 15, 16 years old already getting the expectations of the world put on him. On um, top of Sports yeah, Illustrated. I mean, yeah, and, I mean, he exceeded by far um, what most people expected. I mean, he's the second best player, I think, in, uh, in of all time. Um, yep. So he did. He's done a tremendous job, and some people, like you, would say number one. Um, yep. And I mean, I think it's a valid argument. I think there's an argument to be made. Um, I do think if MJ wouldn't have retired, or whatever the case may be, uh, for them couple uh, when he took that suspension or whatever, I think that he probably felt <laughs> like eight. In my personal opinion, oh, he probably would have had. They they say he probably would have had eight in a row. Yeah, he probably would have had eight. That that's just my personal opinion. So that's why I said for me, I would put him. At number one, but I'm not mad at that though. I, I respect yeah. LeBron's legacy, man. I, I respect what LeBron has done. I'm not one of these old heads that think, oh, people that think LeBron is way, but like, no, I'm not one of those. I actually nah. respect it because I'm in the same boat. I start think when LeBron, what year LeBron came out? Oh, three. So I was only I'm oh, aging myself a little bit. I'm only eight. I was only eight at that time. Um, so I've pretty much seen LeBron my whole life as well. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much. So I mean, that's all I've really known as a as a young kid was LeBron. Um, so I definitely get it, man. I think it's definitely a valid point. So yeah, I don't yeah. have any problems with that, man. I, I I get it, man. I think your list was pretty on point too, man. I really can't, 
I really can't argue with much on your list. I think we kind of had some of the same people, maybe in different orders, but they were pretty close. Um, when yeah. we're talking about the elite of the elite, it's hard to really get mad and different. Like, if you would have came on here and said, um, Paul Gasol, no disrespect, was top 10, <laughs> I had to get on you. Like, but and Paul Gasol was great, don't get me wrong, but. You hey, know. they are look. They arguing in the comments, bro. <laughs> yeah, I see him. Yeah, that's yeah. not funny, bro. They said, he said Jordan don't know what a what a game seven feels like. Okay, let me ask you this too, then. So yeah. he said Jordan don't know what a game seven in the finals feel like. I get that, but listen, man. Did Jordan? And this is a legit question. You can answer this. Like I don't know. Did he ever play another guy that was in our top ten in the finals? No. I don't think he ever so. went. He did he ever get a shot at Magic in the finals or Bird? Uh, no. Well, no, I know he didn't get a shot at Bird, but did he, he ever get, get a shot, shot at? at Bird. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he got a shot at Magic. So I'm saying, if he if he faced Magic, that would have been the finals because that was the West. But right, I don't. As far as I know, I, I might be I wrong, know. but I I don't think he went against Magic. I know because he had he went man. against he went against them boys out there in Utah. Right, that was one of them. Maybe yeah. two of them with uh. I think, yeah, I think it was a couple with times. Malone and uh Stockton. Right. Um, yeah. and then he had a couple with uh. Here we. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look he it had, up. Yeah, yeah. Did he had. Did he have the Blazers one year or am I? I sure? think he had the Blazers with, with Clyde Drexel. I could be wrong, but I think he did have one with Clyde Drexel as well. Let me see Chicago Bulls championships. Let's see who they had. That boy three and I think twice. they might have played the magic two for one. I could be wrong. Let's see. Uh, rah, 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 I know for rah, a fact he either had one or maybe even two against Utah for sure. I know that for a fact. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he played. I know I think he played them twice. Um why, why can't no, he I, right because the magic was in the east. No, I don't think they did. Let's okay. Yeah. Here we go. So he played against. Yeah, he played against the Blazers one year. Yeah. Oh, he did. He beat Magic one year. Okay. He beat. He beat Magic in ninety one. Okay, in ninety one. Okay, so he yep. did beat Magic. Okay. That's oh, it said. My man Denzel said we played the Bulls in ninety one before Magic was yeah, diagnosed. Yeah. Diagnosed. Yeah. That was okay. His, that was his first ring. Okay. okay, so he did. So he did. Uh, he, shoot, dang, he did knock off Magic. He did knock off um, Magic. That's what I'm saying. He did. Let's see. He beat Clyde and the and the he Blazers. Beat Clyde, and then he beat Stockton and them boys either once or possibly twice. I know I he think. beat. Uh, he beat. Uh, he beat Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. He beat uh, Chuck Barkley when he the year he won MVP. Oh yeah, Barkley. Um, that's something. Yeah, that's right. And then who else did he beat? Utah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he beat so the Jazz twice. Twice, yeah. That's why I, so I know the he Jazz, beat the, Jazz the Blazers, the Lakers, the Lakers, the Suns, and the uh, the SuperSonics. The SuperSonics, yeah. So yeah, he beat so he, twice. He, yeah, but once again, like I said, LeBron beat that crazy Warriors team. Yeah, I can't. I just it was. Nah, I get it. it it's it's it, valid, man. I, I'm not mad hard. at it. It's hard for me to. I mean, we're talking about probably one of the. I mean, they had the greatest record of all time, but we're talking about one of the best teams assembled, um, 
you know, through the draft. So, I mean, Draymond, I, I say this all the time. I think Draymond gets way too much unwarranted slander. He's a top 10 defender of all time. I don't care how y'all look at yeah. it. He, 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 he walks He walks into the Hall of Fame if he retires yeah, today. Yeah, absolutely. It's no, no question. Steph Curry, yeah. the, the best shooter of all time. I think you can make an argument. Clay is a top five shooter of all time. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, beating that team and, you know, coming down from 3-1 on top of that and coming back and winning, yeah, that's tremendous. I mean that's a that's an awesome feat that you're not gonna see many people get. Um, so yeah, I mean that's just my personal opinion on about it, but I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I know we wrapping it up tonight, man. We're trying to get up out of here. Cam, how do you feel? Uh, well, how did you feel about the episode, man? What did you think, man? Because I, I I liked this episode. I thought it was a good one, man. I really enjoyed. Oh it. yeah, man. No doubt. Um, love always talking about you know NBA talk. Yeah, and um, just kind of all time. Yeah, I noticed that, that, man. I think NBA talk is your jam. Like that's yeah, I like, like how I college like football is my thing. NBA yeah. talk is your thing, bro. Like that's yeah. your thing. I like. I, I like um, until, since we've been working together, but now yeah, now I noticed it. I, I'm like, I think I think Cam got a thing for the yeah. NBA. Which is cool. I like. That's I like that I, I like it, but I'm not like super super passionate about it. Yeah, but you actually are though, which is amazing. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh college football. I mean, I I, I watch it. You know, but yeah. I, I sometimes I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes it's some weeks where shoot, like the like Clemson's bye week. I ain't even watch no football, man. Right. Like if if I know See, Clemson, I'm, I'm up there watching day, Navy ECU. No, I'm up there watching anything. No, no, yeah, that's bro. that's my thing. I if it ain't if it ain't a ranked team, man, I'm probably ain't watching, man. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, it, nah, it's t- it's tough for me. It's tough. Yeah, I'm but, a diehard when it comes. See, I'm the opposite. Like in in college football, I'm a diehard. I watch yeah. any game. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. And in basketball, if it's two good teams, or like my Hawks, uh, I'll watch them. But like if it's just Portland versus <laughs> Orlando Minnesota on a Saturday yeah. night, I ain't watching that, bro. Like nah. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I nah. ain't gonna lie. It's- hey, my boy Deontay said y'all are a good team, like Mike and Pimp, man. Yeah, for sure, bro. Before, Cam, my before brother, my- man. He said, he said before Marcus Jordan got involved. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, Marcus Jordan is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But nah, for real, man. I think um oh appreciate that, Deontay, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think you, I think um yeah, I'm 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 like you, man. If it ain't nobody, if it ain't nobody, I can uh because it's hard for me to keep up with college football because recruiting and all of that, yeah, there's so many teams. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I try to I try to I try to just keep up with you know certain teams and and see how they doing. But um, as far as the NBA goes, man, you know I, I'm not I'm not as well versed in it like Thomas is. Yeah. Um, my boy from from last yeah, week, or week or week before, yeah, a week before mm-hmm. that. So, but um, but I try to keep up with it and try to see you know some of these young guys coming in, especially mm-hmm. this year. I like I like this year's rookie class, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, man. yeah. I like this year's class. It's looking um, good, man. No doubt. Yeah. No I doubt. mean, I like oh, the way Brandon before. Miller has played so far. Exactly. Uh, I think he's done a really good job. Um, You know, Maybe. I think they're doing really good, man. I think a lot of the yeah. rookies – I would like to see more from Scoop because he seems to be kind of struggling. Struggling, um, yeah. What's my guy that played for the Heat? That's UCLA. He's a UCLA. I think it's Jamie uh, – Juarez or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Juarez. Yeah, he's, he's – Is that his name? Amazing. Yeah, Jamie Juarez Jr. or something like that. Uh, um, He's a UCLA guy. He he's he's been really good this year too for the Heat. Um, I like which I used to watch him last year when when I started watching UCLA basketball. Yeah. So yeah, oh, that's he, right. I forgot. Yeah, that's them your boys. Yeah, yeah I, that's, that's he was that. one of the main reasons I started rocking with them because that dude just a competitor, yeah. bro. 
Like Jamie Suarez, uh, Juarez, Suarez, whatever, yeah. Junior, that boy can hoop, man. He, yeah. he a difference maker, man. For real, he got a good boys, one no. with him. I like yeah. um, I like Thompson twin that play for uh Detroit. Detroit, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hooping too. He hooping um, too, yeah. I think the other one, the other one went to did he go to Houston. Houston? Yeah, yeah, he was Houston. Mm-hmm. Man, Detroit. Hold on, before we bars. go though, real quick, before we go, I know y'all ain't gonna like this, and I said this back in the offseason too. Y'all, hey, I don't know if y'all see it, but that boy Dylan Brooks is like quiet as kept hooping. Oh, yeah. Dylan oh, yeah. Brooks is hooping, bro. And people don't oh, want to yeah. talk about it because <laughs> I remember when we was on this same exact podcast yeah. back yep. in the summer. I said the Hornets. That was the first show. At, yeah, that was the first show. I said that was the first show. Absolutely look at um <laughs> I said Dylan the Brooks. Hornets absolutely look at uh Dylan Brooks and everybody in the comments like no we ain't gonna do that well Dylan Brooks is averaging like 15 points a game right now and playing tremendous yeah. defense on on crazy efficiency I think he's 50 50 90 or something like that's that. what I'm saying bro I try to tell people when people's trying to crap on on uh Dylan Brooks I was like bro just because the whole LeBron thing happened and he got buried by LeBron <laughs> yeah. or whatever like bro he is still a very good like efficient player bro and same thing with the guy that went from um Dallas, uh, that's down there in Dallas right now. Grant Williams, he another one having a really oh, yeah. good start to his yeah. season. Um, uh, but yeah, I told people, man, I was like, man, Dylan Brooks is a really good player. And now you look at the Hornets, they could kind of use another guy like that off the bench or even in their starting lineup defensively because they suck at guarding the three. And he would that be would a perfect been. guy that would be a, a winging uh D uh three and D guy that could kind of play defense as well, bro, and, and protect yep. the wing. And I tried to tell Hornets fans that they didn't want to listen to me. So now y'all see I wasn't lying about Dylan Brooks. He's having a tremendous year. Yep. He's having a great year. So I want to say that real quick before we got hey, off. Get, give me your um real quick. Give me your your six or seven games in MVP for the NBA. Who you like? Oh, Steph Curry going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Steph yeah. Curry going crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That boy Cam Thomas up there in Brooklyn going crazy too, though. That he man is. putting up 30 at night. Yeah. I ain't yeah, going to lie. Cam Thomas, he's he, has he had a game under like 25 points yet this year? Like every night he's like 30, 30, 30. He had, he had one that was at 17, but I think he just went I think he just went for 33 again last night or something like that. Something yeah. crazy. I ain't going to lie. He, I'm probably going to say Steph though right now in my opinion. Yeah. I like I, that. I, I, would, I think you make an argument for Jason Tatum them too because them boys look right. Yes. But, they, they undefeated. I, yeah. You can – you could say, yeah, you could say anybody, man. I, I'm, I'm actually gonna say, I'm gonna just straight up say Jokic, uh, because he going crazy this yeah, year too. Yeah, 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 Jokic too. Yeah. I like. Um, another guy don't I don't want people to sleep on. Donovan Mitchell having a great season too. Yeah, he, he is. He yeah. leads the league in scoring yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, he going crazy so, this year. He is. He going but yeah. crazy. But yeah, man. Listen, another good episode in the books, man. Like I said, Cam, appreciate you, bro. Love doing this with you, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else, man. So I appreciate no you, doubt. man. Um, no doubt, man. Again, we appreciate y'all support, man, and supporting us, man. Um, so thank y'all. Um, I know the holidays is coming up soon here. Um, so I don't think there'll be any schedule changes. I don't know if Cam got something going on, but we'll figure it out. But I know Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that coming up, so we you might see some. Some changing yeah. in scheduling, you know what I'm saying? Coming up these next couple weeks, but we'll talk about it when we get here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just man, again, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all show love in the in the in the comments tonight, man. And like I said, man, continue to show this to your friends, family, sister, brother, girlfriend, whatever you got going on. You know, just keep supporting us, man. So we appreciate y'all. Cam, you got anything else? 
Nah, man. That's pretty much it, man. No doubt. Y'all uh y'all stay rock, y'all stay locked in with us, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Well, all right, y'all. We'll holler at y'all next week, man. We appreciate y'all love and support, man. Y'all have a good night, man. Y'all stay highly blessed, highly favored. You know what I'm saying? And do y'all thing. Have a good week, man. <laughs>